Well, correspondent Denson Cheong joins us now to talk about these two issues. Denson, let's uh, start off with uh, the NCMP scheme. We've heard more opposition members come out to criticise it. Dr Tan Cheng-bok was firm in saying he'll decline the role if offered. But for context first, how many people have turned down being an NCMP? Well, Olivia, I think we first have to look at uh, what the NCMP scheme is. So it was started in 1984 and, you know, the main goal was to provide a diversity of voices in Parliament. Um, and at the moment, the Constitution makes an allowance for 12 opposition members uh, to be in Parliament. So what this means is that, uh, you know, for example, if you had three uh, opposition candidates who were elected to Parliament, uh, then, you know, you would have nine NCMPs. So the number of NCMPs depends on how many um, opposition candidates are elected but will not exceed 12. Um, and, and if you go, you know, going back to your question, uh, in 1984, the, 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 elect, the first election where you know, we saw the NCMP scheme being rolled out, in that election, the Workers' Party candidate MPD Nair turned down um, the NCMP seat he was offered. It was later offered to Mr Tan Chi Kien of the Singapore uh, United Party, who also turned it down. Fast forward to 2015, uh, and the Workers' Party, Li Lilian, also turned down the NCMP seat she was offered. It later passed on to uh, Daniel Goh from the Workers' Party. So, you know, like you mentioned, the, the opposition parties uh, stand on uh, the NCP, NCMP scheme uh, is quite clear. And, you know, the workers, they, they sort of, you know, tend to follow the same line. Uh, and basically, you know, is that if you've um, not, uh, it, they think that the ruling party is using the NCP scheme to dissuade Singaporeans from, for voting for the opposition. And they also say that, you know, if you've not earned the popular mandate of Singaporeans, then you don't deserve to, to represent them in Parliament. Mm. Now, Denton, let's build on what you just mentioned. Um, you know, do you see more candidates doing the same this time around? Um, to be honest, no. Um, and let's just take the, the Workers' Party, for, for example. Mm. Uh, you know, they, they have a very principled uh, stand on the NCMP scheme. Uh, but having said that, you know, they, they've been very pragmatic uh, when uh, approaching the issue and, and they've, they've benefited from it. For, so, for example, if you look at uh, in 2006, when uh, Workers' Party Chairman uh, Silver Lim was offered uh, an NCMP seat uh, for, uh, uh, you know, contesting an alternate GRC, she accepted the seat. And I think in that term, of, that following term of government, uh, what happened was that, uh, you know, she gained experience and exposure I think it played a big part, um, you know, in setting her up, uh, you know, to getting uh, Singaporeans to know her as a serious politician, which contributed in a big way to the Workers' Party uh, winning Algernon GRC in 2011. Um, and you know, if you if you notice also, uh, Dr. Tan Ching Bok today, he left the door open for other party members to accept the NCMP uh, seat if they are offered one. So I think you know, parties will take a pragmatic approach here. Mm. Well. Moving on, uh, we've seen a few virtual rallies already from PAP, WP and SGP to name a few. In uh, an example of another form of online outreach, Dr Tan Cheng Bok is connecting with younger voters on Instagram stories. So Denson, how are the parties faring in uh, maximising the online platform? So I, I think the, the post that everybody is talking about now is the one where uh, Dr. Tan is trying to explain the term hype beast uh, to uh, another PSP member in Teochew. Um, you know, Instagram is not a, a, a new social media platform. It's been a while for a couple of years. Um, parties, you know, have been quite active uh, and, and savvy in using the platform. Uh, you know, they use it to share you know, important speeches, um, uh, you know, uh, updates uh, of their political rallies uh, and how um, the candidates are doing on the ground. 
uh, candidates also, you know, have been using it to sort of um, give uh, voters or Singaporeans a sense of, you know, what uh, being on the ground is like, uh, you know, the, what the hustings uh, feel like for them. Um, but I think uh, out of all the, 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 the candidates, I think two sort of really stand out to me. The first is uh, Speaker Tan Chuan Jin, who's been, you know, really quite good at using it, uh, um, uh, Instagram Live, you know, to, to connect uh, with voters in a very, very direct way. Uh, and, you know, the other person, of course, is Dr. Tan Ching Bok, you know, who's used it to, you know, to address some sort of offbeat questions, uh, take comments from, uh, from his followers, and also, you know, challenge them to, to send uh, him videos. So it's, it's a form of sort of very, very, very direct uh, voter engagement. I think it shows a different side of the candidate uh, to voters. But of course, the question is whether or not this will uh, translate uh, to votes. I think that remains to be seen. Now, Denson, of course, uh, seven parties will be taking part in the first party political broadcast uh, tonight. Uh, like what we saw in last night's televised debate, this kind of exposure could make uh, or break a candidate. Uh, what can we expect? So you're right in saying the, the party political broadcast started at 8 p.m. tonight, mm -hmm. and parties that field at least six candidates uh, will be allotted uh, airtime. So um, the PAP, for instance, who is fielding uh, candidates in all 93 seats, they have 13 minutes. And the Reform Party that's fielding uh, six candidates has uh, two and a half minutes. Um, you know, party, usually, party leaders usually use the, uh, the broadcast you know, to, to uh, give their pitches to voters. And at the same time, also you know, maybe hit back at, at, at other uh, parties. Um, but you know, if, if we talk before talking about the debate last night, I think it's going to be a lot less dynamic. Um, coincidentally, uh, James Lim, after last night's debate, has gained five thousand followers on Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, so so. But I, I expect tonight to be a lot less uh, dynamic than what, what we saw last night. But still worth watching. Well, great insights. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Denson. We've been speaking to, of course, a correspondent at the Straits Times, Denson Chung.